the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's about recovery and restoration. The Bible that our God had written and given to me and you teaches us an awesome thing that he's willing and wanting to do for me and you. That is, bring recovery and restoration of all that was lost and or stolen in our lives. But remember, the Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. That means for the recovery and restoration that God promises that he'll do to actually happen in the lives of me and you, just like it is with every other promise that God makes to us, we have to believe he'll do it for us. Well, since faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then we need to hear teaching about it for us to believe it. That's why it's my pleasure to share with you some of what the word of God has to say to me and you about the awesome promise of how God desires to bring recovery and restoration of that which was lost and or stolen in our lives so we can believe and receive it in our lives. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2. And come on, let me share a word with you. That's going to be a blessing to you if you got a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you in Jesus' name. And if you are bold enough, bad enough, strong enough to even do what I'm about to teach you today... O.C., O.C., O.C. Some more life is about to come your way. Praise God. Recovery and restoration is going to happen for you. Praise God. And ain't going to be nothing in the way of it happening for you. So come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you today. And I'm telling you, it's going to bless you in Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor. Say, I see you smiling right now. Let me make sure you're smiling at the end, too. Praise God. Let me see you smiling at the end, too. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, let me get one shout right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me hear you say, preach, pastor. Preach, pastor. Okay, I'm going to collect that. I'm going to keep that. Praise God. I'm going to set it right over here. Praise God, sir. I might need it later. Praise God. Somebody say, I know that's right. And I take all them too and I set them, pile them right over here. Praise God. Store them up for when I need them, like a squirrel, praise God. Might come a little bit later when it's a little colder, you ain't going to see some of them things around, praise God. And so at least I got some of them still around. I got, got my stash right over here, amen. Somebody look at your name and say, man, he teaching like a mug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to store that one over here too, praise God. <laughs> Woo, 
Jesus, I love the Lord. Praise God. Let's read the foundational text of the teaching. Then we're going to do a brief review. Then we're going to move forward into the day stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you. And I'm just, I'm all giddy about how it's going to bless you today. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Joel chapter two. I love the Lord. Praise God. We've been talking about recovery and restoration. Well, God is causing recovery and restoration of all that it is that the devil has stolen from me and you. Where we can get back and regain some things that were lost and taken from me and you. Whereas he said he will make up for and make good things that were lost, damaged, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, for me and you. That he would make up for and make good on some things that happened to me and you. He would even reclaim from a bad state or bad practices things that happened in the midst of our lives. They were bad, yes, but God said, I'll reclaim them and I'll make them good in the middle of your lives. We found out that he will regain some things and put them back into usable form. He'll take them from the refuge material or or the waste products or the dung heel that they were before. Out of the garbage where we threw them because we didn't want to deal with them no more. God said, I'll get them up, brush them up, you know, clear them off, clean them up and bring them back to you. And so those things can be recovered from me and you. And he'll restore those things into the midst of our life. He'll return some things to a former, original, or normal state, or even an unimpaired state, where they might have been broken before, but they ain't going to be broken no more, because God's going to fix them and restore them to me and you, like he said he would do. And bring us restitution, too, which means the payback. Somebody say payback. Praise God. Whereas the devil had dogged us, well, we're going to get remuneration for for what he did for me and you. Not just restoration of what he took, but also all the penalties that's going to come as a result of that too. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As well as a putting back into former positions and dignity. So that we can walk in the dignity that we were walking in prior to us losing what it is that God had in store for us. This is what God has in store for us. Foundational text. Joel chapter 2. Let's begin reading. Thank you, Lord Jesus. At verse 21. It reads, fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and that shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. One of the reasons why we're going to know he's in the midst of us is because he's going to do some, some, some things for us that only he can do. He's going to come through in ways that we couldn't come through. Nobody else could come through, but God said I can come through because I am the Lord your God. He's a God of restoration. And God can be able to cause recovery and restoration to be able to happen to me and you, even of all the things that the devil has stolen from me and you. And restore the years, the years, the decades that some of us has lost. He said, I'll restore them, praise God, and give them all back to you. 
Praise God. And some of them are going to be jam-packed. Praise God. In such a way as all that would have happened in those years would be jam-packed and, 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 and packaged up and just brought back to you and say, here's all those good years that the devil stole from you. Here's all those good times that he stole from you. Here's all that good things that he took from you. Here, here, here they is right here. This is for you. And we're going to receive them and we're going to be glad about it too. We're going to rejoice for the Lord our God has been good to me and you. And we're going to tell other people about the wondrous things that the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He healed my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I want to praise his name. Each day is just the same. Woo! Come help me praise him. Look what the Lord has done. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be shouting about it. Come on, practice shouting right now. Shout for a second or two. Woo! Look what the Lord has done. Mm-mm-mm. Well, well, we've been looking at one of the many things that he's going to restore to me and you recently. We've been working on the restoration of relationships because God's going to bring restoration of relationships to me and you. Because that's one of the things that the devil has stolen from us. People who were supposed to be with us, that God ordained to be with us. Holy Ghost hookups that God caused to be able to happen. We end up destroyed for one reason or another. We ain't going to get into the reason. Praise God, because I don't want you shutting down on me at the beginning of the service. Praise God, because some, some things happen for some jacked up reasons. But yet God said, look, bypass those reasons. I'm going to do something for you that I'm telling you I'm going to do. I'm going to bring restoration back to you. Praise God. Whereas we found out God's going to cause a restoration of broken relationships between children and their parents and parents and their children, sons and their daughters and, and, and sons and daughters and their mothers and fathers, you know, all that kind of stuff, aunties, uncles, cousins, all that kind of stuff. God just going to restore some stuff. Praise God. Husbands and wives and stuff like that. All kind of stuff that was tore up in lies. Friends and, 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 and relatives too. and stuff. People that we ain't got nothing to do with no more. God said, I'm about to bring a restoration back to you. And be able to make it the way it was supposed to be. Now, before you get to shutting down, he's going to make it right before he brings it back. Praise God. Or he's going to bring it back to make it right. Praise God. But you got to work with him. Look to your neighbor and say, you got to work with him. Because we found out this is one of those that you're going to have to participate in. Praise God. Not participate in bringing it back. Because God said, I'm going to do that on my own. But I need you to participate in making it be able to be restored when I bring it back. Hallelujah. Because a lot of us, praise God, because of some stuff that went down, we're going to turn this opportunity down. And some of us are going to do everything we can to be able to mess it up and jack it up, whether we know what we're doing or not. But God has been teaching us how he wants us to be able to cooperate with him by tearing down the walls of petition between broken relationships. Because when relationships got broken, walls of petition formed between us in such a way where Satan was banking on it. We would never be able to get back with the people or the people get back with us that God intended to be with us. That we would never restore those relationships again like they once were. We just wrote them off as the past, something that was, I guess that was for a season. And so, we, you know, you know we, 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 we give those reasons for why it is that it ain't supposed to happen no more. But God said, no, tear down these walls of petition. So that I can be able to bring it back better than it ever was before. Because Christ showed us how to do that. He did that with us. 
He tore down the walls of petition that was between us, abolished those things between me and us, destroyed them, dismantled them, caused them to cease. He destroyed them. He did away with them. He brought them to naught. He put them away. He put them down. He tore them down. That's what he did. So that the enmity was between God and, 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 and us and God would be gone. And so that we can then be able to have peace throughout eternity like God wanted it to be. Well, he did it, and then he tells us to do it too. So we've been looking at the various walls of petitions that God wants us to be able to tear down, just like he tore them down between God and me and you. One of those walls of petitions, praise God, that we looked at was already the wall of offense because a lot of us were offended because of what happened to the people. But God tells us how to be able to tear down that wall of offense. We did it already. Look back and get the CD to bless you in Jesus' name. We also looked at how to tear down the wall of petition that exists between us of the wall of anger. Because some of us are still angry about what happened to, to the people. Praise God. Between us and the people. Even though it's freeze dried. As soon as we drop a little water on it, it just comes back alive. Praise God. We, we, I ain't angry. That's because I ain't around you right now. Praise God. Amen. But as soon as you bring them back around, you find out, oh, yes, you are. Because you get reignite all that anger. Praise God. And just a thought of them. And they sitting there talking about, look how God and brought us back together. And you're thinking like, look how who brought us together. I ain't even one. And you just getting mad and remembering what they did and getting anger and all over again. And then before you know it, you done retoe up what God trying to put back together again. Because you functioned in your anger. You know, instead of being, uh, you know, once again, anger is not the problem. It's what do you do afterwards. And we find out a lot of folks sin. They cross the line. They trespass. They go way outside of the line. And do some things they're not supposed to do and then thereby do what God said don't do and that's give the devil room between the two of you. And it starts happening again. Hallelujah. Last time we got together, we looked at another wall of petition that exists between people who have broken relationship. And that's the wall of pride. That's a biggie right here. That's a biggie. A lot of us carry a pride inside which will not allow us to be able to restore our relationship with somebody else. Praise God. Because we think about what, how they did us, and then pride gets involved. And pride is always involved in strife and contentions. Because as long as you still got that pride, strife and contention will still rise between the two of you. Well, you just think of one thing that they do, one little bitty little thing that they do after they come back. And then it's like, see, see, I knew you ain't changed. I knew you still ain't no good. And then the devil be in their ear talk, talking to And he says, see, I told you it wasn't going to work because they was never going to receive you. And then you sitting there, see, devil's telling you on their side, see, I told you that ain't going to work because they ain't changed. And they'll play the two of you until eventually pride get up on the inside of one or both of you to the point that it won't work. And it won't be because it couldn't work. It's because you won't let it work because you siding with the devil rather than siding with God. Hallelujah. We find out pride can cause people to involve broken relationship to deal in wrath. Well, you're just blowing your wrath on people and just getting all upset with people. And, 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 you know, wrath even stirs up more strife, contention between the two of you until eventually one of y'all, if not both of y'all, say, look, forget it. I'm through. I ain't got no time for this. This wasn't God. And then get on up out of here. But it was God. But it's just that we got to cooperate with it to let it happen, too. Because our actions will either assist in the restoration of the relationship or they'll perpetuate the broken relationship. Our actions will do one of the two. Praise God. So in order to remove ourselves or recover ourselves and others from the snare that Satan laid, then what we got to do is begin to start, stop operating in strife and begin to be gentle with one another. Be gentle with one another. Because if we don't respond to the provocations that Satan tries to get us to, then a war will be averted, and then we can have peaceful relationship forming between me and you. Whereas our words will either end stuff that already started, or it'll stir up some old stuff 
and, and, and get it started all over again. And some of us like to do the remix, praise God. Hallelujah. We like to remix. We don't like the song to end all short. We want to remix it, praise God, until before you know it, it's like party music from the old days. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Well, you dance half the night off of one song, praise God. Well, they just, they just keep remixing it. And some, some of us just keep remixing the problems that we had with people and stuff. And we're still throwing that same party that we was doing before. Mm-hmm. So we need to tear down the walls of pride and strife between us so that we can then be able to operate honor, honorably. And then, we, and then peace can exist between us. Because remember, God called us to be peacemakers, not peace breakers. When God said, I put this back together, then I don't need you to work with me. Today, we're going to go into another one of the walls of petition that exists between people who have broken relationships. In fact, this is the biggest. You thought pride was the biggest. No, it wasn't. That's the second biggest. It's like you thought Shaq was the biggest until you run into Yao Ming. Can you write a check? Can I write a check? Praise God. He ran into you like, dang. I remember when he first blocked Shaq, Shaq's uh, shot. Shaq came in there with a shot. He wasn't used to that. He came in with this shot. Boy, and y'all mean just reached up and like slapped it sideways. He didn't just reach up. He just, he's like, dang. He's like, I got to change my game up a little bit. Praise God. Somebody bigger than me now. You know. Well, this one's the biggest of them all. And this is the one that, you know, we really, really, really got to work on to be able to make sure that this one don't exist because if this one exists, then you will never be able to step into the relationship that God has in store for you. This is the where we need to tear down a broken and break this wall down. That's between broken relationship. It's called the wall of unforgiveness. It's called the wall of unforgiveness because where one or both parties in a broken relationship operate in unforgiveness toward the other one, making it impossible to be able to bring Recovery and restoration to the relationship. Impossible because of the unforgiveness that we have. Now, there's an old wise African proverb that says this. It says, he who forgives ends the quarrel. He who forgives ends the quarrel. Because if somebody makes a decision to forgive, even though there was a quarrel that went on, even though there was contention between the two of you, even though they might even be hurt, whereas you were harmed as a result of what they did to you. If you can forgive, you can end the quarrel. That's how God ended the quarrel between us and him. Is he forgave. And we are his children. So that means that it runs in our blood. We have the ability to forgive. And he who forgive ends the quarrel. And since the quarrel was the thing that caused a broken relationship, the ending of the quarrel should cause a relationship to be able to be recovered and restored. Since the quarrel was what caused the broken relationship, then the ending of the quarrel is what will cause the restoration or at least allow the recovery and restoration of the relationship. But the problem is, brothers and sisters, that most cases, and I said in most cases, the ending of the quarrel doesn't end the broken relationship. Ask me why. Because there still exists a wall between the parties of that broken relationship. And that wall is called unforgiveness. I haven't forgiven you for what you did. I haven't forgiven you for what I had to go through. I haven't forgiven you. I don't talk about it no more. 
But that don't change. I haven't forgiven you. I can I can go on with the rest of my life. But this one area in my life is damaged. And I hold it against you, too. Because of what you did, how you played me, too. And we have unforgiveness on the inside of us. This unforgiveness sometimes even gets off into other relationships, whereas, you know, God be trying to hook you up with somebody else sometimes. And because of the unforgiveness you have with another person, they can get in the way of the relationship with a new person. You just a dirty dog like that other one, wasn't you? Like, actually, no, I didn't have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. I'm going to the store. Mm-hmm. That's what the last one did and ain't been back in 20 years. So unforgiveness is not just between you and that person. Unforgiveness is you. It's not just you and that person. It's you. Because you can carry that unforgiveness into any relationship and tear it up too. I don't trust people. Why? Because you never forgave the one that hurt you. I'm trying to. I'll take that one, put it over here too. <laughs> Where one or both parties still operates in unforgiveness about the quarrel and everything connected to it. And until unforgiveness occurs, the wall of partition, it remains between you and anybody else, including that person that God wants to restore the relationship with. Forgiveness tears down the wall of partition. That's between people, allowing the relationship to be able to be recovered and restored. But if you don't have forgiveness, it builds walls of petition around you until it eventually jails you. And that doesn't allow you to walk in the freedom that you could have walked in if forgiveness had manifested. Turn to Matthew chapter 18. Let me show you a little of this. In the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the one that's talking to you and me. God had it breathed out just for you and me. So that we can be able to see what we need to see and be who we need to be. Who he wants you and me to be. Unforgiveness causes an inescapable imprisonment of the unforgiving parties. An inescapable imprisonment of the unforgiving parties. Let's begin reading at verse 21. Then Peter, then came Peter to him, speaking of Jesus, and said, Lord, How oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? He was like raising, you know, like, you know, you know, I I, I can do this, you know, you know, showing off in front of the other people. That's when Jesus came back to him. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. Which means I don't care what they've done to you. I don't care how many times they've done it to you. I expect you to forgive. I don't care what they did to you. I don't care how many times they did it to you. I don't care how many times, how many people did it to you. I still expect you to forgive. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. The Word of God that shows us time and time and time again that God really does want to and will bring recovery and restoration of all that was lost and or stolen in the lives of me and you. God tells us in the scripture he wrote to me and you that that's exactly what he wants to do. Let's believe God's word is true and let God do in our lives what he promised he'll do. 
That is, bring recovery and restoration to me and you that he promised that he'd do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I've got just the thing for all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. If you're married and you happen to be in or visiting San Antonio this weekend, and you and your spouse desires to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, I'm talking about the one you're married to. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.